Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. We could try to explain what it's like to get your work done on a John Deere mower, compact tractor, or Gator XUV. But to really understand the feeling, you just have to get in the seat. Learn more at johndeere.com slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you. Ready to quit work or begin a financially independent lifestyle? Here are five strategies to help you retire early and avoid paying early withdrawal penalties. Hey everyone, my name is Laura Adams and I appreciate you downloading the show and spending some time with me. I'm a personal finance author and have hosted the Money Girl podcast since 2008. I also partner with select brands for PR and marketing work as an on-camera spokesperson, voiceover talent, and multimedia creator. Here on Money Girl, my mission is to help you get the knowledge and motivation to prioritize your finances, build wealth, and have more security and less stress. That's the name of the game. So every episode is a like a mini training, mini money training designed to help you take your financial life to the next level. So if that's what you're looking for, please subscribe to the show. Stay with me. And if you're already a subscriber or a longtime listener, thank you, thank you. If you're enjoying the show or maybe you've got a personal finance or small business question, I'd love to hear from you. You can leave a message 24-7 at our voicemail line, which is 302-364-0308. And you can also email me using my contact page at lauradadams.com. Today's episode is number 736 called Five Strategies for Retiring Early and Without Penalty. I hope it will answer a recent question I received from Judy H. She says, I'm 31 years old and contribute 15% of my income to my Roth 401k, and my employer contributes 6% in matching funds to my traditional 401k. I've saved about $100,000 for retirement. I own a home with a mortgage and have no other debt. I was diagnosed with chronic illness and have about a 50% chance of needing to retire early, like by age 50. I'm worried about not being able to access my money early before the official retirement age of 59 and a half. However, I did get long-term disability insurance before my diagnosis. What adjustments, if any, should I make in my retirement planning? Judy, thank you so much for your question. I sincerely hope that you won't have to retire early due to your health, but I'm sending you a virtual high five right now for thinking so clearly and honestly about your future. That's so important for all of us to do. So in this episode, I'm going to cover five strategies for retiring early and also help you avoid those penalties that you're talking about when you tap a retirement account early. So whether you're in a high-pressure job and it's stressing you out, 
Maybe you dream of a different lifestyle or you can no longer work due to physical or mental limitations. Being ready for retirement sooner rather than later is a great and very wise goal. So this is something that really applies to all of us. Even if you've never, you know, really thought about, hey, I want to retire at age 50 or maybe even earlier, I think being prepared for what could happen, like Judy getting a, a you know a diagnosis that maybe you might have to come out of the workforce a little earlier than you thought. Um, you know, we never know what's going to happen. So being prepared is so smart. And I would say even if you just maybe want to quote unquote retire and work part time in a in a different or maybe a less lucrative career, this would also apply. You might choose self-employment or to do volunteer work that keeps you engaged and involved in your community, you know, but be earning less than you did when you were in your prime working career. So if you're fortunate, retirement may not have to be the end of income-producing work. It could be shifting from work that you must do to work that you genuinely want to do. So again, I encourage everyone to aim for early retirement. Then if you're healthy enough to continue working into your 60s and 70s or beyond, you can build even more financial security. So let's dive into the five strategies to make early retirement possible. The first strategy is to calculate your savings target. So to know if and when you can retire early, first figure out the amount of savings you will need. And an excellent place to start is adding up all of your current living expenses. So your housing, food, insurance, medical, transportation, you know, anything that's maybe an ongoing variable or fixed expense for you. And just kind of, you know, if it's a variable expense, giving it an appropriate estimate. Again, we're just trying to shoot for a target here. Remember that some expenses will completely end or go down significantly once you're retired because you'll no longer be saving for retirement or commuting for work or buying clothes for work, those sorts of things. But other costs that you have may go up, such as travel and healthcare. And while you can't know precisely what you're going to spend in the future, you do need an estimate to calculate an early savings target. How much savings you need to retire depends on a variety of factors, including the age you want or need to retire, how much you plan to spend or withdraw from that savings nest egg, how much you earn during retirement. So like, are you, you know, working part-time? Are you, um, you know, in a new career in retirement? Your average pre-retirement investment return, your average post-retirement investment return, and also the state where you live. Um, Some states are a lot more expensive than others, and some retirees even choose to go out of the country to live somewhere that is a lot more affordable if they do need to retire early and, you know, are not quite where they want to be financially. So, you know, there's a lot of variables here. Remember that the earliest you can begin collecting Social Security retirement benefits is age 62. So until then, if you retire at 50, you've got to make sure that your savings is going to generate enough income from age 50 to 62. Then at 62, you could begin taking early retirement 
Or you could wait until your full retirement age, which is, for most of us, it's 67 now. And if you can wait even longer to age 70, you'll get even more retirement benefits. And in a recent show, which was episode number 734, called How Much You Should Save for Retirement by Age, Even in a Recession, I reviewed more about how much money you do need to retire by age. And that's just one way to make sure you're on track. For instance, in that show, I mentioned that you might consider saving your annual salary by age 30, two times your annual salary by age 40, four times the salary by age 50, eight times your salary by age 60, and even 10 times your salary by your mid-60s. So for example, if you are Judy and you live on $100,000 per year and you will receive Social Security retirement benefits, a good savings target is between a million and 1.5 million for your mid-60s. So if Judy wants to retire in her 50s or thinks she might need to, she's going to likely need to hit that goal years earlier. Now, since the math on retirement planning can get pretty complicated, I recommend working with a financial advisor. That's truly the best way to create an early retirement savings plan. And you can also use a retirement planning calculator. Uh, Over at AARP, they've got a retirement nest egg calculator that's pretty detailed, so I would recommend that. All right, moving on to our second strategy, which is to invest consistently. Now, if you're thinking, gosh, Laura, I could never save a million dollars or even half that much, the trick is investing early and consistently for as long as you can. That's how you let the power of compounding interest make those huge growth uh, leaps in your account. And if you haven't started yet, please don't think, oh, I'm just going to wait for the quote-unquote right time to invest because it doesn't exist. There is no right or wrong time to invest. We all need to be investing consistently and as early as possible. No matter what's happening in the financial markets, your money can't grow if you sit on the sidelines. Every day of investment growth matters, especially when you want an extra large nest egg to retire early. And my personal favorite way to invest is to put it on autopilot, so I just don't even have to think about it. And with any investment account that you might have or any retirement account, you can set up automatic contributions on a very specific schedule, such as investing daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly. You know, I I certainly would recommend monthly at a minimum. And I'm going to encourage everyone listening to increase your savings rate until it hurts and then raise it a little higher. For example, if you're investing 5% of your income right now, challenge yourself to push it to 10% by the end of the year, or even increase it by 1% per month. Some investing platforms can even automate your savings increases so that they happen on certain dates. Like you definitely wanna increase it maybe on January 1st. Maybe you're getting a raise or a bonus that time of year. Maybe you, you know, just set like the first of every month to increase it, you know, even half a percent, just pushing yourself to save as much as possible. Now, Judy mentioned that she's investing 15%, which is fantastic. So great job, Judy. But Judy, I want to challenge you to maybe save even a little more. Push yourself to go to 20%, maybe by the end of this year or the end of next year. 
try cutting back on the most significant expenses in your budget first. So it could be housing, maybe it's transportation. You know, if you can do that, um, if you can make some big cuts and maybe even make some sacrifices, they don't have to be forever, they can be temporary. Those can make the biggest difference in having more money to invest. Now, it's also wise to reduce unnecessary small costs. But again, slashing those big expenses are are what's really going to move the needle. Also, invest more for retirement when you earn a raise, a bonus, or receive a cash gift instead of getting tempted to spend it on a vacation. Earmark that money for your early retirement. And you might also be able to earn extra income by starting a side business or getting a second job to boost your retirement account consistently. My latest title is called Money Smart Solopreneur, and it's available as an ebook, a paperback, and an audiobook. It's for everyone who is thinking about starting a business, who's dreamed about it, or maybe you've already taken that leap and just need to make sure you're doing everything correctly and maybe get some productivity tools and and tips for growing that business strategically. The bottom line is that early retirement is an aggressive goal, and you're going to need to attack it with gusto to pull it off. It's not going to be easy, but it definitely is possible. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet, which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high-coverage foundation, more popular than soft-launching your boyfriend, more popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. All right, the third strategy we'll cover is to minimize 
taxes. As you know, taxes take a big bite out of your income. So to keep more money and protect your future investment earnings, you need to do everything legally possible to cut your tax liability. So that's why I always recommend using tax-advantaged accounts. So these are things like your workplace retirement plans, IRAs, uh, you know, uh, accounts for the self-employed, health savings accounts. All of these accounts were designed to help you save and pay less tax at the same time. So it's a win-win. With a traditional retirement account, such as a traditional 401k or a traditional IRA, your contributions are made on a pre-tax basis. And then your withdrawals of contributions and earnings get taxed based on your ordinary income tax rate when you're in retirement. Judy mentioned that she's using a Roth 401k, which is terrific. With a Roth account, such as a Roth 401k or even a Roth IRA, your contributions get taxed up front, but your withdrawals of contributions and earnings are tax-free in retirement. So having tax-free accounts to withdraw from in early retirement will leave you with more money to spend because you're not having to pay a bunch of taxes from that nest egg that you worked so hard to save. The allowable contribution limits for tax-advantaged accounts increase with the cost of living index. So check each year to make sure that you know what that maximum contribution amount is and plan to hit it. If you max out these tax-advantaged accounts first, you're gonna get the biggest bang for your buck. Also, claim as many legitimate tax deductions and tax credits as possible each year. These might include deductions for your home mortgage interest, student loan interest, state and local taxes, charitable contributions, medical expenses that are over a certain percentage of your uh, taxable income, and child tax credits if you've got kids. Keeping detailed records so you know when to itemize all of these deductions to save money instead of claiming the standard deduction is really important. If you, you know, don't know the exact amount of deductions, you're not going to know if you can actually save money by itemizing them. And again, working with a qualified professional, a CPA, you know, a qualified tax accountant, they are really going to help you minimize your tax liability. Yes, it might cost a little bit of money to work with them, but I promise you it's going to pay off because they will save you money in the long run. And if you're unsure what expenses are tax-related or you've got a complex situation, maybe you own a business or even a rental property, definitely consult with a tax pro to make sure that you're minimizing taxes. Again, all of those savings add up to help you be able to retire as early as you want. All right, the fourth strategy is to know the retirement withdrawal rules. So this takes us back to Judy's question and her worry about tapping her retirement account early. After all, you've probably heard that taking money out of a retirement account before age 59 and a half typically comes with a 10% early withdrawal penalty. Now, the good news is that there are legitimate ways to avoid the penalty if you legitimately are going to retire early. So, The first option is to use a Roth account, which Judy is doing. As I mentioned, a Roth requires you to pay tax up front on your contributions. 
Therefore, you can withdraw those contributions without paying a penalty or any additional tax. That makes a Roth an excellent option for early retirees. However, your investment gains in the account have not been taxed. So if you choose to withdraw the earnings portion of your Roth account before age 59 and a half, those amounts would be subject to tax plus the 10% penalty. Now, the only hiccup is that high earners are not eligible for a Roth IRA, but that rule does not apply to a Roth at work because you can contribute to a Roth 401k or a Roth 403b regardless of how much money you make. You could literally be the the highest paid employee in a company and still be eligible for that Roth 401k contribution. But if you don't have a Roth at work, I'm going to review the Roth IRA eligibility rules for 2022. So if you file taxes as a single and your modified adjusted gross income is higher than $144,000. That's the point at which you can no longer contribute to a Roth IRA. And if you earn a little less, your contribution total gets reduced when you earn from $129,000 to $144,000. Now, if you're married and file taxes jointly, you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA when your household's joint modified adjusted gross income exceeds $214,000, and your contribution total is reduced when you earn from $204,000 to $214,000. Judy did not mention her income or her tax filing status, but if she earns less than the Roth IRA threshold, she can max out a retirement account at work and a Roth IRA in the same year. But what if you earn too much to qualify for a Roth IRA, or maybe you don't have an employer that offers a Roth retirement plan? You can still retire early using a traditional 401k or a traditional IRA and avoid the early withdrawal penalty utilizing a couple of workarounds that I'm going to mention here. So the first workaround is an exception that applies if you have a workplace retirement plan and you decide to retire at age 55 or later. If you're no longer employed, you can use what's called the rule of 55 to take penalty-free withdrawals from your 401k or your 403b. So in other words, you know, you don't have to wait until age 59 and a half to retire. If you want to retire at age 55, you can do that and still avoid that early withdrawal penalty. And for specific government workers, this exception can apply as early as age 50. But note that this rule does not apply to IRAs. We're only talking about workplace plans and also solo 401ks for any of you who are self-employed. All right, the final and fifth strategy is one that you may have never heard of. It's called using a 72T payment plan. So this is a little-known rule that will allow you to avoid the early withdrawal penalty regardless of your age. And this exception goes by a few different names, including uh, 72T payment plan, 72T distribution, substantially equal periodic payments, or SEPP, and a SEPP plan. 
So this regulation allows you to set up a plan to take equal monthly or even annual distributions from your retirement account, like your traditional IRA or your Roth IRA. You can also set up a 72T distribution for a workplace plan, such as a 401k or a 403b, if you no longer work for your employer. The name 72T comes from its numbered section of the IRS code, like many of the other retirement uh, you know, plans do, 401k, that's, that's the section of the IRS code. The amount you can withdraw using a 72T plan gets calculated using one of three accounting methods that are approved by the IRS. They use factors such as your account balance, age, and life expectancy. The payment calculation can be based on the amount in a single retirement account or on the aggregate of all your retirement accounts if you've got more than one. Now, the problem is that a 72T comes with restrictions and some negative consequences if you don't use it correctly. It's really important to understand that once you begin taking 72T distributions, you cannot stop taking them for a certain period. Once the plan begins, you must take the periodic payments for a minimum of five years or until you turn 59 and a half, whichever is longer. So in other words, if you start a 72T at age 50, you'd have to continue payments for nine and a half years. After you complete a series of five-year distributions or reach age 59 and a half, again, whichever is longer, you can take retirement distributions any way you like. However, for most traditional accounts, once you reach age 72, you generally must take annual required minimum distributions, whether you used a 72T plan or not. Another consideration is that you can't make new contributions to your retirement account or add any rollovers while you take 72T payments. And of course, all distributions that were not previously taxed will be subject to ordinary income tax. When properly executed, taking 72T payments can be a smart way to tap your retirement funds early without penalty. However, figuring out the allowable payment schedule can be complex. So I recommend getting help from a qualified tax professional. Taking too little, taking too much, or even missing a 72T distribution deadline can result in owing income tax and paying a 10% early withdrawal penalty, plus interest calculated from the original date that you made an error. So that can add up and be pretty expensive. So every early retiree should weigh their options carefully and never enter a 72T plan lightly. Before doing a 72T plan, Make sure you can afford to take an immediate cash flow and still have a nest egg that will last throughout your retirement. Judy, thank you again. I hope this helps understand your options. Before we go, I want to invite you to connect with me. If you're on Twitter, my handle there is at Laura Adams. And I'm on Instagram at Laura D. Adams. And Laura D. Adams is my personal site where you can use my contact page and learn more about my work, books, and money courses. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Brendan Pika. 
Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.